Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. UCF goes horns down on Texas on the road, and Rodney Terry doesn't like it. Also, more from Big 12 basketball last night. Houston gets a big victory against Texas Tech, and Oklahoma wins too. That's coming up on today's Big 12 Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors. Here on Crystal Ball College Football, we are part of the 365 Sports Network. You all can find us wherever you get your podcasts and here on YouTube as well. If you're on YouTube, Please like the video, subscribe to the channel. We're on our way to 13,000 subs. So if you all could subscribe and help us get there, that'd be a big help to me and the rest of the folks here on the channel. Also, if you find us wherever you get your podcast, five-star reviews really do help us. So the more five-star reviews we can get, the better off we are. You all can follow us on X slash Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can also put your off-season ideas for football shows as well and i'll get to those and i might uh take some questions too and also you know cover some of that stuff so whatever you all want covered there's a guest who i want me to talk to let me know then twitter slash x at nwpod365 you all can find me at josh neighbors underscore um that's where you get my big 12 best bets which so far this year been very very good we're eight four and two i think against the spread so far this year so a very nice start in that category i have those every saturday All right, let's get to the big story. So UCF goes horns down against Texas. They beat the Longhorns on the road last night, 77 to 71. They are now 11 and five. They are two and two in the Big 12 Conference with wins over Kansas and Texas. Texas 12 and five, one and three in Big 12 play. A rough start for them. Um, The big story comes after the game. And so let's tackle that and we'll tackle the game. All right. The big story after the game was some players from UCF were throwing horns down and Rodney Terry, the Texas coach, took exception to it. Here is what he had to say. Uh, You know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line. I'm proud of getting to the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about. And I was letting those guys know, you don't do that. You know, you guys won. 
hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our head to you, but we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. All right. So uh, I pulled that twi- a clip from Twitter, by the way, from the Gojo podcast, uh, Mike Golick Jr.'s podcast, I believe with his dad, uh, Gojo and Golick. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to make sure I shout out them. Okay. So Rodney Terry, I like Rodney Terry a lot. Uh, I really do. This this is probably his first big mistake as Texas coach. Now, I'm sure the tech, the people in Texas and at the University of Texas like what Rodney Terry did defending the school um, and defending, you know, I guess the, the brand and whatnot. But this is the kind of thing that I think gets Texas so much flack is that the kind of idea of like self-importance and the horns down thing has been talked about a lot. But I'm not a huge fan of you telling somebody else how to win. Now, handshake lines, like I don't think we should do handshake lines anyway. I think it's a really dumb tradition. Um, like I don't, you know, I don't just like we make you shake hands of sportsmanship. Like guys want to shake hands, they can go shake hands. I'd be, I think I'd like to be somebody who would go and shake hands, but after every game, it's not always you know, necessity to do that, uh, in my opinion. And the Texas, like UCF is still new to the Big 12. UCF is not used to winning big games. They beat Kansas last week, right? They beat uh, Texas. Um, and and obviously, as a new Big 12 school, you know, with, with Texas leaving, like there's a little bit of, uh, you know, there's like not what you would see with Texas Tech and Texas in terms of, a, hey, these schools butt heads because obviously Texas Tech and Texas have a Texas-based rivalry. And because of that, they don't like each other and Texas is leaving. So you say goodbye. UCF's got like the, we're the new kids in the block. And then we, we see you leaving and uh, like hot by, we don't need you, right? You're getting beat by a school that is not replacing you, but like, you know, one of the replacement schools in the league. And so UCF also, I think they understand too, like their basketball program. I mean, hell UCF has not won a ton of basketball games. You could argue like this is like the best week in the, you know, and I know they lost a game in the middle of it. This is one of the best weeks in the history of UCF basketball. Uh, a win over Kansas and a win at Texas. I mean, that's that's really great stuff for that program. So, uh, you know, in, in their first uh, three or four games here in the Big 12. So credit to them. Shout out to them for that. But like, yeah, I mean, like, do I love the idea of them throwing the the horns down, whatever? No, but don't tell them how to do it. If they want to act like that, like let them act like that. Like, is it clownish? Yeah, it's a little bit clownish. You know, is it childish? Yeah, but like. Hey man, kids, kids will be kids. They'll celebrate sometimes. Uh, once again, I'm not a huge fan of the handshake line. So I understand why he was upset. I didn't see them going to the line, throwing the horns down. I necessarily, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying I disbelieve Rodney Terry. Um, but I think, you know, like, Hey man, just kind of let it happen. And you're, at that point, you're kind of being a sore loser. Uh, and I think that's, that's how I feel about it. I think Rodney Terry in that situation is being a little bit of a sore loser. Like, you don't tell people how to win and how to lose. I think people generally know what the acceptable way is to win and to lose. And if they want to act like that, you know, that can rub you the wrong way. Get them back later on in the season. All right. You know, that, that's how you can pay them back. But I thought it was a really odd thing to say is, you know, basically, hey, uh, you know, saying like how a team should and should not lose. And in our building, we're not going to let them do that. Yeah, they get to do that. They won the game. Like they'll, they want to act like they're clowns. Sure, let them be clowns. But like they get to do that. The winner go the spoils. Are they hurting, you know, they're not hurting anybody doing that. And also, man, like I don't think Texas ready for the SEC if that's the case, because you got to be ready. I mean, it is going to be like they Texas might win a game by thirty points, but somebody hits a three, then we toss and horns down to them. I mean, it is going to be constant. 
you know, I saw somebody today, I think it was Bunky Perkins making the point that they're going to a league where, you know, old Miss wide receiver Elijah Moore is peeing on the goalposts. Like that's the kind of thing that we do here. You know, we have, it's a league where, and I'm not saying right or wrong, like a dude poisoned trees because of, you know, uh, because of what happened, they put jerseys on statues, all this kind of stuff. I mean, it does just mean a bit more in the SEC when it comes to being ridiculous at times. Uh, but I thought this was relatively soft. Like, I think he was just upset about losing. Um, I'm sure the Texas folks might appreciate it, right? I think they'd appreciate it if they played better and uh, as well. But I think this is kind of ridiculous from Rodney Terry. And I'm somebody, too, that I'm not like, you know, we can't wait to see Texas go. And like, no, it sucks. Texas is leaving the Big 12. From a money standpoint, it sucks. And the rivalries and whatnot, it's another symptom you know, of, of the big issue we have in college football, everybody chasing money and whatnot. But, um, you know, like this is the kind of thing where it's like, all right, well, if they're leaving, I mean, like, let's just get them out of here. Cause like, we're so tired of hearing them complain about this, uh, about the horns down thing. And, you know, as if somebody you know, deserves to, to, you know, have diff, you know, special treatment, like if a team beats K state and they go in the locker room and play low down, like they have every right to do that. Right. They're, they're allowed to do that. That's kind of, uh, you know, once again, to the winner go the spoils. And as long as you're not being just like an aggressive, aggressive, you know what about it, like, I think you're going to be fine. I, th I think you're okay. So I do think this is a bad sign for Texas if this is the case, but this is kind of how they've always been. So the actual game itself, UCF gets down 15. The big thing for them is with that press, the press they showed in this game, I think that was a huge help for them. Just because it got the game up and down. If Texas begins to miss shots like they did, they had a really rough second half. They scored 27 points the second half of this game. Um, they can hustle things up. But, I mean, this game was tied with like, I think like 10 minutes left to go in the second half of this game. And they got a huge effort uh, from Jalen Sellers, who you know, came off the bench once again. And he only scored 13 against BYU, but this game he was awesome. Uh, you know, he's 24 points, 7 of 12 shooting. Uh, he had five rebounds as well. So a big 33 minutes from Jalen Sellers. And then I, I talked about the net ratings yesterday. And I'm, I, know, I know that UCF doesn't have the overall, like, the best uh, look right now. But if they kind of keep playing basketball the way they are, they're 67 in the net. They're 2-3 and three in quad one games. Now, they have a quad four loss, which is bad but they're two and three in quad one games. So you can kind of overcome a really bad loss if you keep racking up good wins. And UCF continues to rack up good wins. I mean, a 500 record in the Big 12 Conference, and I don't think they end up there, but like a 500 record in the Big 12 Conference does you a lot of good. I mean, they got a stretch coming up pretty soon. They play number nine Baylor, uh, number 15 OU, at number 25 Texas Tech, and at BYU. You go two and two in that stretch, you're going to end up getting you know two wins against two top twenty five teams. They play at Houston this week, which I don't think goes you know great for them. Um, but yeah, I mean you know like so many opportunities in this league, and they've actually already taken advantage. And one of them now on the road. It's nice to have a, a road win like that because I still think Texas will end up being a tournament team. Um, I, I believe that overall. Yeah, I think they're going to end up being a tournament team. But uh, you know, I, I think for them, like they've got to figure out just. Uh, consistency all the way throughout a game and start of the big 12 season has not been kind to them. The big game last night overall in terms of, you know, not result, but the big setup was the game between Texas tech and Houston. Houston wins 77 to 54. This was a Jamal shed masterclass. He had 29 points, 10 assists, four boards, two steals, 
uh, and he was 12 of 16 shooting. He hit, you know, most of it actually was inside the arc. He was two of three from deep and only had two turnovers on the night. They shoot 54% from the floor, 47 from three. They only turned the ball over six times. They forced 14 uh, turnovers in this game, and they had a plus 10 margin on the glass, which usually that's kind of where a Houston team can do it with how athletic they are. But, you know, yeah, this was like, I thought a really strong effort overall, just balanced scoring after shed two. you know, a crier has eight sharp has eight Roberts has 12, uh, you know, they get some good bench scoring as well in this game, you know, guys contributing off the bench. So they've got a lot of guys on this Houston team and they always do their super athletic and, for them to rebound after a really bad week with a quality victory like this, thought showed a lot about them. I'm not going to dock Texas Tech, but uh, Pop Isaacs had another rough shooting. Now he was four for 15, and and Walton gave them 18. He had a nice night, but they only played eight guys, got four points from the bench, and they shot sub 40 from the floor. They shot 41 from three, which is good, but here are the numbers that killed them. And the free throws don't ultimately kill them, but they shot 40. 7% from the free throw line and they were 37% from the floor. Just not effective enough in a game where the other team was over 50%. It's not going to work on the road. It's not going to work against a good a team that's that good. It, you know, you can put it all together and say it's not going to work that much against a good team on the road. All of it together. But I mean, you could even isolate some of those things. I'm not even sure 40% wins some of your home games in addition to that. So, Texas Tech that's their first conference loss. They are once again tied with the Baylor, I think no, K-State. They're tied with K-State once again with the top of the league. Houston gets to two and two in the conference. Finally, last night, we had Oklahoma taking care of business at home against West Virginia. They get the win in that one, 77-263. Another one of those balanced Oklahoma nights. They have four guys in double figures. The big one for them, Jalen Moore, gives them uh, 16 points on seven of 11 shooting. And this was just kind of the overall you know, a uh, strong effort from Oklahoma. Although we'll say it was a slow start for them. They did not shoot the ball particularly well in this game from three or five of 15, but West Virginia shot the ball worse and they got at the free throw line 30 times and made 22 of them, which will help you out in a lot of situations. 20 turnovers. Don't love seeing that, um, but still a good night. And I'll give Oway, uh, I'll take Oway some credit. He had a really nice evening with a double-double, 12 and 10. So he didn't shoot the ball very well, but his distribution was really good. Oh, excuse me, uh, 10 rebounds. Uh, the way he rebounded the basketball was very good. And also five steals, a defensive end. He did some great work. Oklahoma, 14 and three, two and two in the league. That sets up a really nice weekend, uh, which we'll preview tomorrow. But you just think about it, looking ahead now, you know, this is a great sports weekend in general. But Baylor against Texas, 11 o'clock on ESPN. That game's going to be at Texas. It's a huge one for the Longhorns, just needing a victory badly. Oklahoma at Cincinnati is a really fun and interesting game because Cincinnati's shown some quality here in recent, uh, you know, they're once again 500 in the league, so is OU. But um, they're racking up some good wins too. Houston host aforementioned UCF. Top 25 matchup between number 19 TCU and number 24, Iowa State. And then Kansas goes to West Virginia. Uh, another top 25 matchup between BYU and Texas Tech. And also Oklahoma State and K-State. So big slate this weekend. Uh, we'll preview all of that coming up tomorrow. That will do it for today's show. 
Make sure you follow us on X slash Twitter at NWPod365. You all can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You all can find the show wherever you get your podcast. And you can find it on YouTube as well. Leave your comments uh, about your thoughts on the horns down of it all. And also, too, let me know what you all want to hear about football in the offseason as the offseason really begins to ramp up. Uh, yeah, that should take care of everything. All right, folks. Talk at you tomorrow.